Brought to you by GN Co. Yo, where you going? You know that it's after school is after school with your girl, Sis G-U. Sure, gang, and welcome back to After School is After School with your girl, Sis G-U. Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode. I truly appreciate it. I know that it's been some time, you know, since I dropped an episode because it's season two or whatever. So I hope that you guys have been well. I hope you've been running my old shit back. Running the numbers up. That's what's up. But yeah, I have missed you guys. And okay, honestly, not really. I don't think that this break was long enough. <laughs> but I'm trying to become a woman of my word. So if I say I'm going to come back to something by a certain date, I'm going to do that. So yeah, uh, I am excited for season two. I think you guys will enjoy it. I have many different ideas. I do want to, to address something. You guys have asked for visuals. And I'm only going to do that for season three, which will be next year. Season three kicks off. I think in February, somewhere around there. So bear with me, you know, enjoy my voice for a little bit longer. Let me enjoy not being seen, talking my shit with no motherfucking TV. Obviously, I mean like not TV recorder, but I'm in a mood, guys. I'm in a mood. I feel like rapping. I don't know what you guys are going to hear in this episode. But I'm also a little bit nervous for this conversation. And I'm not going to necessarily say why I am. I think you'll pick it up as we go. This conversation is very much in real timing of my life. Like I am going through this. So as much as I know I have, I've made a decision. I, you know, I'm take a take a bit. Like I'm struggling to commit or I have, I don't know what it is, but there's something that, that makes me want to not commit. And I need to unpack that for myself and understand because I know that this is the right choice for me. And I know that it's better. And I know that I want to do it, but it's just hard to commit to like you. Anyways, so today we will be talking about celibacy. I also think I've been nervous for this conversation because I'm aware that me speaking about it and me putting out this episode is me committing to be celibate again. And that is so scary to me because not only am I making this big commitment, big, okay, big commitment to myself, but I'm now also sharing it with you guys, you know? And I feel like when we share things with people, um, we do feel more accountable. And maybe that's what I need. And maybe that's why God has called for me to do this episode because he wants wants to hear me shout it, okay? He wants to hear me proclaim that I am celibate again. So as of recently, uh, I decided to be celibate for different reasons and we'll get into that. But I have spoken about celibacy here on my podcast, but I've never really, you know, dedicated an episode to it. And I was celibate for majority of last year, which was cool. And then I broke my celibacy towards the end of the year, which was like cool, I guess, you know, like no regrets, but mm, maybe some regrets. But, mm, no, you know what? No regrets. But I am aware that I don't think I needed that experience in hindsight and I just didn't need to do that. And I low-key wish I didn't break my celibacy so that maybe recommitting to it wouldn't be so hard. But in the process of falling off, I have 
I've had to remind myself to offer myself grace and that it's okay to make mistakes and that I shouldn't be too hard on myself. You know, like I fell off and in the moment I thought that it was the right decision to make. Or rather like the fact that I even felt comfortable enough to break my celibacy says a lot because yeah, like even getting to the point of breaking it was something else. Like that was a journey in and of itself. And there were many people that I was around that made saying no easy. Um, and yes, there were some people who who made saying no hard, but I don't know, for some reason in this situation, I felt comfortable enough to do that. And I think I wanted to allow myself to experience that again. And I'm grateful that I did to just remind myself that I am capable of being vulnerable and sharing something special. But in hindsight, it's just like, okay, well, where where did it end? Like, I'm not really getting that all the time now, am I? Hmm. You know, like it ended for a reason. So... Uh, yeah, I'm in two minds about it. I don't regret it, but I do wish that I had continued being celibate so that, you know, I wouldn't maybe be tekatekering as hard or as much as what I am currently. And what's so interesting about my hesitation is that Honestly, I'm not sexually active right now. So on, I was live and someone asked me, they're like, yo, Google, are you celibate? And I said, yeah, no, yeah, no. And the reason I said that was because I'm not sexually active, but I know celibacy is a choice. Like, we mustn't get the two confused. If it is a dry season for you, if you're in the Zahara Desert and there's no moisture for you, okay, and there's nothing happening, that's just a dry spell. That's a dry season. Being celibate is an active decision. You are choosing to abstain regardless of what season you're in. So in the dry season, of course, you're abstaining. But when you have options, you're also choosing to abstain. And people choose to be celibate for different reasons and hope to get different outcomes out of it. And I will share the reasons as to why I have chosen to be celibate again um, and the reason that I was celibate in the past. But yeah, I don't have any options. So it's so confusing to me and I'm not doing anything. So I'm in this place where I'm like, Google, you know that you need... I feel like I need to be celibate, honestly. I feel like I need to be celibate and I'm being called to be celibate. So I want to honor God and I want to honor that calling. But I don't know why I'm holding back because I maybe would get it if I was doing some things, you know, but I'm not. You understand? And also because I'm in this place, I'm doing this thing and I've spoken about it before in my podcast where I'm starting to entertain options that I know aren't options for me and things that I used to do in the past just because they're accessible, knowing that they're not going to serve me. And then on top of that, God is plotting on my ass like crazy because when I have maybe shown some sort of interest in doing something with someone, you know, somebody like, they say a little something to me and they catch me on a good day. And you know, like, we cool, you know, from the past, whatever, um, and I enjoy you and I, it, it seems like the safest option if I'm going to engage in a little razzle-dazzle. And these conversations will happen, but nothing comes out of them. Like, they will happen and then there are no follow-up plans. <laughs> And I just know that that's God's hand. Like, I can even tell you guys a bit of a story. There was someone I recently kind of reconnected with from my past. Like, we hadn't seen each other for a while. And we saw each other and it was cool, you know. And then there were, like, conversations about, like, not seeing each other again, but, like, going out on a date and spending some time together. And I kid you not, when he called me, I was sick. The following week when I called him, he was sick. The week after that, there was something. I think I had a commitment. Like, we keep clashing. And I don't necessarily believe in coincidences. I definitely know that's God's hand. And I know that's God making sure that it don't happen. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I don't really have options. And when I try to make or create these options for myself, they always fall through. And that's why I'm like, I know that this is also a really good time for me to be celibate. A lot of me struggling right now has a lot to do with my flesh being stronger than my spirit. Like I know that 
my flesh desires certain things and if it desires affection and all of that. But like spiritually, I just know I don't want to be doing that right now. And I maybe need to just refocus and re mm, just give it thoughts again, you know, or really unpack like what it is that I'm trying to hold on to because I'm not getting any, so I'm not holding on to anything. But that's why I've been struggling to 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 admit that I'm celibate. Like I even went on a date last week and Again, I know him from the past. Hey, I'm actually starting to realize a pattern. I need to leave the past in the past. <laughs> I need to leave the past in the past because we know each other and we're cool. And again, we recently reconnected, went out on a date. And yeah, he asked me because when he had met me, I was celibate. And he was like, you were so hell-bent on that. Like you were so sure of yourself and so committed to that journey. Are you still there now? And my silly ass, I was like... Kinda, not really. But I think I said that again because as much as I'm not sexually active, I hadn't necessarily said that, yo, I am celibate. But I know that I needed to establish that boundary, you know? I also think that celibacy becomes so much easier when people know that you're celibate and, and it's not so much a secret. I don't think you have to share this information with everyone. Of course not. It is private, you know? And if you choose to share it with absolutely no one and it comes up when it needs to come up, that's also okay. That's completely fine. But I'm... I like to think of myself as someone who is very um, forward, like very straight up. And I don't like to be in a situation that I think is not going to serve me. And I don't want to make things tricky for anyone else either. And just because I'm celibate, it doesn't mean that I expect someone else to be celibate, you know? Like, so I was invited on a trip and I was keen to go, you know? It was a very beautiful place. I didn't mind the guy who was nice and we're getting to know each other. So I was like, okay, cool. But again, I was knee deep in celibacy at that point. And I was very, very honest about that. So I said to him that I am keen to go on this trip, but I am celibate. And I don't expect for you to like, obviously now not want to have sex. And maybe you had in your mind, you wanted to enjoy that space in whatever capacity and whatever manner you wanted to, or like to its greatest extent. You know, sometimes people feel like I'm going to go on a trip with someone. We're going to have fun. But like what will really make the trip is being able to be intimate with someone. And if that's something he had wanted for that trip, I didn't want to now be the person who gets in the way of that, but I wasn't willing to offer it. So I'm normally very upfront about stuff like that and I told them and I was like you know what I you know I dig your vibe I think we'd have a great time however I am celibate and if that is something that you wanted for yourself on this trip I will not come and you may invite anyone else and I'm not going to take it personally because I honestly think as adults we need to understand that people have the rights to live their lives the way that they do and you cannot impose what it is that you may believe in or are practicing on someone else I think when you find people who are maybe like-minded it becomes easier you know obviously I'd like to find a brother who is celibate <laughs> and we're gonna try this thing together but if you aren't celibate, I can't, I can't force you to be or force you to like change your experience and what you want out of a trip or anything really out of a relationship for yourself. So I think you need to be grown enough to understand that this is what I want and other people may want other things. And because of that, we may not work or we may not be able to do something about it. And that's fine. So yeah, I told him, I was like, yeah, bro, if you want to, if you want to be bumping and grinding, unfortunately you missed me. It's not the season where I'd be doing that right now. So yeah, and he was very respectful and I went on the trip and he respected me and that was lovely. And I think that also just reminded me that I am capable of having good experiences while celibate. I think another reason I've been hesitant to admitting that I'm celibate is because dating is so incredibly hard as is. Like finding someone that you like, get along with, you like-minded, kind, a kind, honest man. I'm gonna repeat those words. 
a kind, honest, thoughtful man is very hard to find nowadays, you know? And now I'm adding another layer to it. Like, not only do I now want someone who knows God, but I also want someone who's, like, celibate. Oh, I don't know. Like, do I want someone who's celibate? Yes, I do. Or do I want to be celibate until a certain point? No, that defeats celibacy. I want to be celibate with someone. I think that's what would have to happen. Like, I'd have to enter a relationship with someone who is also trying to be celibate. And that, to me, is so wild. Like, as is, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Like, I'm struggling. And now there's this big thing that I have to add onto that, and it only makes the dating pool that much smaller, which probably makes my wait that much longer. And it's frustrating. I actually think my feelings are coming out. The more I speak, the more I actually realize why it's upsetting me. It is frustrating. But in the same breath, I know that I just need to do this right now. You know, I think this, honestly, in this episode, I'm just going to be like bitching and moaning. But at the end of the day, a sister knows what she needs to do. And I'm going to go back to that. Celibacy is something that I have been like toying with since 2018. And my friends say this to me all the time. Like every time I go back to them and I'm like, mm, I think I'm going to be celibate again. They're like, dude, this is your whole thing. Like you're built for this. This is, I really think it's something that you want to do because you've been speaking about it for so long. And looking back at it, I then started to think, like, why is it that I have been entertaining or having this conversation for so long? And what were my reasons at different points? So you can be celibate for different reasons. And in 2018, when I first had the thought of going celibate, it was honestly because I became aware that I needed to offer myself a space where I could heal from my sexual trauma. I don't believe that you can heal in the spaces in which you've been hurt. And for me, it, I had to quite literally take myself out of the act and allow for my views and perceptions and understanding of sex to really change and for me to heal via what it is that I'd gone through. Because I just found that me still trying to do stuff whilst I wasn't healed just wasn't helping me. And I kept re-triggering myself. And I really just needed the break. To the point where, it, I think it was in 2018. I think it was 2019. Mm. But I was just very keen to put myself out there and give myself the opportunity to, you know, experience new things, experience new people. And in 2018, every time I slept with someone, I would come home and cry every single time without fail. And it's so confusing to me that I kept trying because my babe. Yeah, surely, okay, you know what? Maybe when I cried the first time, I thought like, hmm, hmm it was just a once-off thing. But the second and the third and the fourth, let's get it together. And I cried and I remember without fail, I would come home, you know, my roommates would know where I was and what I was doing. I can't believe I'm saying this. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. Mm -hmm. I would come home and I would just sit on Sibu's bed and cry. It may not, it may, it wouldn't always be instant. Like at some point I thought I would be okay, but at some point in the day I would cry. And I think that was because I was just triggering myself and putting myself in spaces that I know I didn't need to be in. And I just wasn't ready to be doing that. And that's when I really thought like, yo, babes, you actually need to be celibate because outside of having sex in a relationship, every time I, I tried it outside of that, it just didn't work. Like I wasn't okay. I wasn't grand. I obviously have healed and that hasn't been my sexual... My sexual history since then, I have been able to like handle my sexual encounters a lot better and they don't take, haven't taken from me as much. But I think that's because I was just having, I learned to have sex from a healthy place. In 2020, I was celibate because I didn't believe that any guy deserved to hit. Like it was just, a, it was purely an ego thing, which I also think is okay. You know, like I actually just, I just didn't want any niggas grimy hands on me. Like I was just like, nah, nothing, nothing for you. Like you, you must forget about me. You must draw me. Okay. But 
I will say something about that fueling your celibacy is that it didn't really last long and it wasn't really realistic because at some points I broke it. So like, what's the truth, babe? <laughs> the same people you're saying can't touch you, you know, at some point they did. But again, if it's a season and you need to do that for yourself, you can. But I just found that with that reasoning, it wasn't enough to necessarily carry me through because unfortunately I am attracted to men. So, you know, at some point ugh, I let go of the hatred or whatever. And then... The reason I started toying with celibacy last year and this year is more spiritual. Like, I mentioned it earlier, but I think I'm being called to celibacy right now. Um, I think God and I have a lot to do. And honestly speaking, sex can be emotionally draining for me. I do want to say, not all of my sexual experiences have left me emotionally drained, you know? I do think that there were people I was able to engage with and then, hasta la vista, wouldn't want to see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. But there were also other situations where I think it was actually emotionally draining. And when I look back at 2018 or 19, in that year where I was crying after most, if not all of my sexual experiences, as much as I was re-triggering myself, I also think that spiritually something was happening in me and I felt a little bit drained and it would take me a little bit longer to recover from having sex with someone. And everyone is different, you know? Like, sometimes sex isn't a spiritual thing for people and people are able to engage in it however they want. And that's okay. Like, let people do them, you know? And I even know that me sharing this episode or doing this episode is also me validating myself and allowing for myself to have spiritual views on sex, which I don't necessarily think is a narrative these days. And I think that because I have a lot of, like, internalized shame when it comes to certain things about being Christian, it's really important for me to speak about them openly and allow myself to be myself and express that and not feel bad. I'd spoken about the fact that I went to a white high school that was predominantly white. So when I came out as Christian, yeah, they told me to let that shit go. They told me to wrap it up. We don't do that around here. You look silly as fuck, you know? And I, at, obviously I was impressionable as a kid. So I really took that in and I enjoyed God between myself and him. And it almost felt like it was like a secret. And I'm far past the point of my relationship with him being a secret. Like he's done so much for me. I know he wants the best for me. And I'm a spiritual person and that's okay. And sex is a bit spiritual for me. And that's why I don't want to be popping no pussy for anybody because it can be emotionally draining. And in my later years of engaging in sex, like it got better, you know? I've, I don't know if it wasn't as emotionally draining or just because I wasn't traumatized. And again, I was having sex from a good healed place um, and a better understanding of it. Like it was just more enjoyable and when I speak about celibacy and sex and like I say these things to my friends they're never shocked because when I think about it I've always kind of had the same views on sex like sex always meant something to me um but I I'm not gonna lie the older I got the more I felt like the only reason sex meant something to me is because I'm a woman you know and we were raised to believe that you have to not have sex and you have to keep your virginity for your husband and the same message wasn't necessarily relayed to men. Like, you know, the, the standards were not the same. We were being held to a much higher standard, but men could, like, pop it, lock it all the time. I thought that the reasons I viewed sex the way in which I did was because of that. I thought I was conditioned to think like that as a woman. And the older I've gotten, the more I realized, like, no, as much as, like, I don't believe in it or any of that, you know, as women, we have agency over our bodies. And if you are sexually liberated and that is what you're doing and you're comfortable doing that, do that. No one should ever shame you for living your life. Sorry, never. But I've realized that my views were actually the same and that sex always just meant something to me spiritually. And I couldn't put it into words as a kid, but I knew that I felt it. And even going into varsity, like I, I had the same view. Like I really 
had said that sex was something uh, special to me or rather spiritual to me. And I say had said it because I said it, but then I acted uh, in the complete opposite manner. Like, (laughs) in the complete opposite manner. And looking back at it, it used to make me angry, but obviously I was a kid. You know, you're far from home. You're going to do things. You're going to be dumb. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have new experiences. And that's okay. That's okay. And I, like, hmm, I was going to say I forgive myself for it, but I don't even think I need to forgive myself, you know. But, like, I'm I'm okay with those experiences and I'm okay that I had said something and I'd actually done the complete opposite because I just didn't actually know better and I didn't understand sex to be what it is for me right now. So, yeah, as I'm getting older, I'm just realizing that I've always kind of thought like this and I've always felt it. And I want to try honor that. And I know it's not going to be easy. Maybe it will be. Because, and I'm going to continue this series. Hopefully I have like an episode every season, which means I'm holding myself accountable, which means I'll have content to speak about celibacy. Haha, Because I'm going to stick to it. But obviously the more I experience it, the more I will share with you guys. And I'm honestly struggling to put into words what it is that I felt last year when I was celibate. It does feel a little bit distant, but I do know that I was in a very good place. And I felt a little bit more like, I don't know. It just felt... It, I can't, you see, I can't even put it into words. And when I can, I obviously will share it. But I just felt like I was in a really good place and that all my energy was for me. And I just felt a little bit more grounded and it was easier to hear God and move in the directions in which he wanted for me to move in. And I want to try that again. And I want to experience it. And obviously, the more I experience it, the more I'll share and I'll tell you guys what it's like. But I just really remember being in a good place. And I remember a friend of mine even commenting and she was like, she can't explain it, but she's like, I'm glowing. And I think it was because I was just so at peace, you know? And that's not to say that sex doesn't bring you peace. Um, (laughs) Lol. That's really not to say that sex doesn't bring you peace. But for me, I just know that I think I prefer to not be just engaging right now. And I don't know how long I'm going to be celibate for, you know? I don't know if this is an until marriage thing, which I low-key think it is, but I think I'm just too scared to say it. I don't know if it's until I'm in a serious relationship. Like, I don't know. So I'm going to try to be as open and as honest in this segment and share just all it is that I am going to learn. Okay, I know this episode was all over the place. um, And I know I sound a little unsure of myself, but I just wanted to kind of give you guys my thoughts and and what my journey with celibacy has been. Um, And again, the, the, the more I experience, the more I will share. And... I honestly even feel like I'm doing this out of faith, you know, like I can feel my spirit is moving me to do this more than anything because like there's a part of Google that's like, mm, I don't know about saying you said it, but just like don't engage, babe, like don't do that. <laughs> and it's, it, it, I think there's a lot of power. I think there is power in the tongue and I say this all the time. So I know that me even saying that I'm celibate, like I'm, I'm really just committing to that and I need to hear myself say it and I need to hear myself say it with conviction because that's what I'm doing right now and that's what I'm about. Um, yeah, and although I'm celibate right now, I am going to speak a little bit to my sexual experiences on my podcast just because I do think that you guys can take something away from it. You know, as much as I may not be having sex now, I did at some point. And when I was having sex, there were certain things that I learned. There's actually a new segment that we're going to be starting in this season, which is called Finding Your Voice in the Bedroom. I don't want to give too much away. We will definitely have guests. I might have the first episode by myself. I'm not quite sure. We'll see how we, you know, we play it out between myself and Calvin. But yeah, I just want for it to be a safe space and us, and for us to be able to navigate sex, you know, and just feel more encouraged to find your voice and say what it is you like, you know, and also for men not to feel like they have to know everything in the bedroom because you don't. 
you do not. Sex is, a, is about communication. But yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,